All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. Welcome, everybody, to Dropping the Gloves with John Scott and Tim Wurzberger. Tim, my friend, we just finished our first annual Dropping the Gloves fantasy draft. How do you feel about that? How do you think you did, Tim? I think I did excellent, and I think Yahoo agrees with me that they, they have a little thing where they show you the projected rankings during the draft, and I stayed atop there the whole time, so loving my team. I'm glad you feel so happy with your draft. It, it was fun. It went quick. Um, not that anybody cares other than the eight fans who are joining us. We had hundreds of people who wanted to be in this, maybe even a thousand. So it worked out. We picked out eight by random and we just um, said, let's go. We did the draft. It was fun. It was my first real fantasy hockey draft. And it was hard not to um, just have personal preferences for people. It's like, I'm not drafting that guy. That guy. I don't like him. Like, or, you know, or, or think I'm still thinking of the player in 2016. Whereas the player in 2020, 21 is completely different. So I see like Drew Doughty. I'm like, man, Drew Doughty, got to get him. He's going to be, he's going to be unreal. But Drew Doughty's a bum this year. Apparently he's not a good fantasy hockey player. So I had to like adapt. I had to just turn off the brain for a little bit, just go strictly on Yahoo rankings. So I don't know. I, I'm projected to be last on my team stinks. And I had the first overall pick. Yeah. Who'd you pick? Um, who did I, I took um, Dreinsidel. Yeah. Can't go wrong with them. Can't go wrong with them. But we will keep everyone up to date on what happens with this. I, I don't know how many people play fantasy hockey. Is it a big thing? It is a big thing, yeah. I mean, I've been playing it for like 15 years. So is it as big as fantasy football? No, nothing is. No. Okay, because I'm very good at fantasy football. I just won my league this year. I don't know if you know that, but I did. Okay. So the draft's over. The season starts next week. Now it's time to talk real hockey. The season does start next week, and things are happening. There's movers or shakers. Let's get that. We, we haven't had an episode this week because you went rogue and did all these fantasy stuff, and I was like, all right, I guess I got the week off. Zdeno Chara is leaving the Boston Bruins. What was your initial reaction to this? Just just walk us through your, your emotions, Tim. Yeah, shocked for sure. Surprised. I, I thought for sure he was going to stay with the Bruins. Then, of course, you know, the more it dragged on without him signing, the less likely it seemed like he was going to come here. But really, 
I got no indication, nor did anyone else really, who who thought he was not going to come back. So it is really difficult to see him go, especially to a good team like Washington. Obviously, you wish him the best. He's done a ton for this team and this franchise and the city. So um, no one, no one's mad at him. No one's, no one's upset, especially when you consider that they were the one that told him that they're gonna, they're moving on, they're parting ways. They want to go younger. The confusing part in all this is that they put more money into Kevin Miller, who hasn't played in like 19 months for some serious, and he's had like four leg surgeries during that time than for Chara. And I got Miller's younger, but like Chara can help you right now. He's not, he doesn't have to be the Chara of old, the Norris winning Chara, the cup winning Chara to still help your team. And that's the problem. I see the Bruins fans reacting. They're like, oh, he's nowhere near as good as he used to be. And there seems to be like this, uh, this extreme where either he's Norris Chara or he's trash and you can't just look at him objectively and say, okay, he's a big guy. He logs a ton of minutes, makes a smart play and he helps going to, he's going to train the younger players. As, if he's on your second or third pairing, uh, that's a good player to have and he can kill penalty minutes. And he's just, because he's a, a, a Norris level guy who's come down and he's at 42 or something now. They think he's just a bad player, and he's not. So it's frustrating for that reason. I really think he should have been on the Bruins. I think, I think he could have helped him, but wish him the best for sure. Yeah, they had a strange offseason on the back end because if, if you look at their lineup, they're still strong. But if anything, last year, they were a little shaky. I know I always joked about it. They could have used another defenseman. They, they had a good group. So they went into the offseason. The main goal was to try to get Krug wrapped up, right? They let him walk. They got to sign Chara. You, you would think. They let Chara walk. They don't bring anybody in. They're going into the season with a decor led by Carlo and McAvoy. And after that, it's, it's, not, it's not strong. Matt Grizzlick, okay. Connor Clifton, Jeremy Lazan, Kevin Miller, like John Moore, these aren't guys who strike fear in forwards when you, when you look at this roster. Who is their shutdown pairing? Who is going to put up points? It, it's a head-scratcher to me what Cam Neely has done with his roster. If I'm a Bruins fan, no, I'm upset. I'm ruining the final years of an unbelievable for, forward core that could potentially you know, do something this year. Just, I don't know. I don't, I don't understand it. I don't understand it. I know they had some salary cap issues. I don't know if Jeremy Jacobs stepped in and said, hey, we lost a lot of money last year. Let's cut the cap. Chara signed for the league minimum. It's not like he signed for three, $2 million. He signed for, what was it, 700 and some thousand dollars? Yeah, 85. So, and he said in his, his, like, his statement when he was leaving, he's like, I talked to Cam. They're going younger. They're going to give guys a, a, a shot. Do you think Cam Neely is trying to be too much like a Bill Belichick where he's just like, you know, I'm cutting bait now. I know, I know what's right. Or is he, is he just too smart for his own good? I know. I think this is a terrible move. Chara, throw him on the third pairing, throw him up for the penalty kill. Let him, you know, mentor these young defensemen. You lost Tory Krug. You lost Chara. Those are your backbone. Like, I don't know. If I was a Bruins fan, I would be upset right now. Well, it, this is a big year for Charlie McAvoy. It's a chance for him to take over the decor. It's, it's his team now. It's his, it's his back end, um, for sure, no questions about it. So it's interesting to see like what, what he's going to do. Can he take that next step? I, saw, I said during the, the playoffs last year, and you can, you can laugh if you want, but he reminded me of a young Dowdy. Like, the way he was playing, he was more physical. He's, so, he's mean. 
He's great with the puck. He makes good passes. So if he can turn this into like, hey, guys, get on my back because this is my defense now. Um, yeah. That said, that's not enough. It's not I enough. I agree. He's a, he's a good player. But when you're game planning against the Bruins and you look at that roster last year in the playoffs, you go, okay, we're going to key on Krug. Because I know when, when I was in the league and we, we were in the playoffs, it's like, okay, we're playing Vancouver. we got a key on this guy. We're going to go after um, whoever it may be, Oland or Ballard or whoever it was. And you key on their top guy. McAvoy was not their top guy. Now he's their top guy. He's going to get buried every single game. So, I don't know. He's a good defenseman. I like him a lot, and he's a solid player. He plays the body. I like the way he plays. So, we'll see. I think this is a huge step back for Boston. One thing I can say for this team, though, some good news that came out of all this is that Patrice Bergeron officially today was wearing the center on his jersey, which is pretty cool. I mean, if you – Wearing the center? Wearing the C, I mean. He's the center now. The captain. Captain. And uh, it's if you would guess, like, you know, 10 years ago, would it have taken 10 years for him to finally get the C? No. No one knew Char was going to be around this long. But it's really good for him to finally get his due. And he looks really good with the C on his jersey, for sure. Yeah, that's that was the no-brainer. But how much longer is he going to play for? He's not that old. No, no, no. He's, what, 33? 35? Is he 35. He's 35, so how much longer is he going to kick around for? Are you just going to have to name a new captain in a few years? I don't know. They don't really have any young, exciting players who they could have given it to. That's, that's the problem. Pasta. There's no young guy who they can just throw, throw the C on and be like, you know what? Pasta. He's not young. Yes, he is. He's like 23. Is he really? He was born in 96, so yes, he has. Why not give it to Pasternak? I don't know. I would have Bergeron talked, is a, no, I know he's the easy pick. I would have probably talked to Bergeron and say, Hey, listen, you're going to be the leader of this team. Posternock's going to be the leader in three years. I'm going to give it to him. You're you're the real captain in my eyes. So I don't know. Moving that, on. Does that stuff happen? Oh, without a doubt. Well, I did it in San Jose when I was there and Jumbo was the captain. They said but that was a weird, that was a weird exception. Though. They still did it. It's not yeah. weird. They they did it with, with, with Stamkos. They did it with Johnny Taves. They've done it with all these young, um, Who's the captain in Toronto? Tavares? Yeah. I'm surprised they didn't give it to Matthews, actually. I know. But anyways, so how crazy is it that Washington went out with arguably their two biggest rivals and ripped the heart out of both of their teams with taking Lundqvist and Chara? Yep. Like, literally did a Mortal combat finishing move and ripped the hearts out of both their teams. How shrewd is that? <sighs> Love it. Yeah. It's just it's hard to process. I feel like I still haven't processed it. You know, but the Bruins. How crazy would it have been opening night if Washington had Lundqvist in the lineup? They have Lundqvist and Chara in a Washington jersey starting the season. That would have been that would have been so crazy. And the craziest thing too is in all this is that the Bruins and they didn't know this when Krug when they let Krug go, but they're in such an impossibly harder division right now. Yeah, they're the odd man out because right, you got Bruins, Pittsburgh, Washington, Philly, New York Rangers. New York and Islanders and Islanders, like two, of, two of those teams are missing the playoffs. Maybe Buffalo three of those Sabres, teams. New Jersey Devils are the uh, redheaded stepchild, but even the Sabres will be good. Yeah, you know, there's a lot of good teams in that division. So I, I don't think Boston makes the playoffs. I think Boston area as a whole, it's time for them to have a recession. The Patriots are going to suck for a long time. The Red Sox are who knows where they're going. Not not anywhere good. The Celtics maybe will be their only shining hope. Because the Bruins 
I don't, I don't see anything. Do you see anything there to be excited about? Uh, no. no, that top line is still the best line in hockey. I, uh, that's a strong statement to say they're the best line in hockey. I would say top five. They're a good, they're a good line, but lines don't win championships in hockey. This isn't basketball. You can't just throw out LeBron and say, go, go score that ball, LeBron. Give it to Anthony Davis. Win me a championship. How about how about D pairs? I was I was thinking about this the other day. Are there any like who's the best D pair in the league? Do you think there's no like one obvious stud pairing? Well, I, w- I would say Columbus, Warinsky, and Seth Jones. That's a good one. That's my number one. I think that's that's uh, got to be number one. Hedman and Sergachev are up there. Yep. Hamilton some, and Slavin. There's some clear cut ones that are you know really really good. And even now in Vegas, you put uh, Theodore and Peter Angelo together. Yeah, that's a good one too. So then you go to St. Louis, you could put Krug and um, Pareko. Yeah, or the other guy they have there, I'm drawing a blank. Vince Dunn? No, he was in Carolina. They traded him oh, there. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Blank. It'll come to us. But yeah, there's some good pairings. But I, I think the Columbus pairing is Beth Jones and Wierenski. Blue Wire Hustle. It's a brand new program where you can host your own podcast at Blue Wire. You can be just like me. Hustle was created to give everyone the opportunity to take your podcast to the next level. Now, it might not get to dropping the gloves level. might be better. I don't know. Now, here's your chance. As a part of the program, you receive a personal cover art, Q&As with Blue Wire's top podcasters, access to our community Discord, and an e-learning course full of tips and tricks. So many tips and tricks. And on top of that, we'll help you get your show pushed out to Apple, Spotify, Google, Stitcher. I don't even know what Stitcher is, but we will get your stuff pushed out there. And the best part is, it's only 15 bucks a month. We pay 15 bucks a month for, for Blue Wire to do this. So you're going to get the same deal as I do. It's unbelievable. So whether you're just starting from scratch or you have an existing show that you want to grow, Hustle is an open door to level up your sports experience. To apply, go to bwhustle.com slash blue wire. Acceptance is limited. They're not just going to take everybody. So you got to have a good idea or a good podcast. So get in there. Check out the description box to find out more. That's bwhustle.com slash join. Anyways, moving on. Speaking of Columbus. We were just talking. We were pumping this guy's tires all playoffs, talking about how good he was. And then he demands a trade. Dubois, what is, what is going on in Columbus? I know you have some connections in Columbus. You're very, <laughs> very connected to them and their, their media guys and everything. Can you tell me what's, what's happening? Why did he request a trade? Do you think it has something to do with the coach? Oh, without a doubt. Ding, ding, think, ding, ding, ding. Do you think that's it? Yeah. He doesn't want to play Tortorella's style. Without without a doubt. Well, I, I think that is without a doubt exactly what happened. He's sick of blocking shots. And then, or maybe he just didn't like the way the negotiations went either with because he was a RFA. He didn't really like how it went. Yeah. And maybe he felt he got slighted. But that that's strange to sign a contract and then demand a trade right away. It is. And, I, and no one really knew how good he was until the playoffs happened in the bubble. It's like, whoa. Yeah. It was the real deal. He's a solid player. If if they do trade him, which in my mind they would be crazy to trade him, you need to get a haul for this guy. He's a 22, 23-year-old franchise centerman. You think he's plays, that good? Oh, 
He is he's a filthy player. He plays both ends of the ice. You can see what he what he does in crunch time. Like he takes over games. How about uh, Montreal? What do they go after him? They can't. They they they've been spending out the wazoo. They have too many forwards as it is. Yeah, they, but not, they just no good. Up centers, Corey though. Perry. Yeah, and it's like they have like legit fourteen NHL forwards who were everyday players last year, and they can't play fourteen forwards. You got to only play twelve. So I don't know. There will be some teams making some calls on Dubois. They're they're going to want a couple first rounders for him. How about I Ottawa? Think. Ottawa. They they have the they have the capital. They have Ottawa's the not going to give up first. Those are going to be lottery picks. I know, I know. It's it's it'll be very interesting because that GM even said we don't want guys here who don't want to be here. So from the sounds of it, they are shopping him, and it is a very very fluid situation. So that is that is interesting. I, I don't know the last time a guy of his caliber, of his age, who is still under control for a reasonable contract for a few years, hits the market. It's it's very interesting. So we'll see what happens with that. We'll, we'll keep our eyes peeled. If I was Pierre Marc Dubois, I would just where would you want to go if you're him? Young player, you assume he wants to go to a good team, right? I'd I, I tell you what, if I'm the Chicago Blackhawks, I'm on Ooh. the phone right now. Yeah, that's a good one. Get me. Oh, they get need me. centers. Taze and Doc are both out. You're right. I know. I know. John Scott for for commissioner for GM. I'm not just in this for fun, Tim. I, I know what I'm doing here. If I am <laughs> Bowman, I, I'm on the phone right now. You know Chicago's first rounder is going to be decent. I'm offering him a first rounder and maybe Dabrinkit. No. That's, yep, without a doubt. That that's my offer. Come on, because they already have they already have their franchise centerman. He's just hurt for a few months, but yeah. So, so imagine lining need... up. Imagine getting Kirby Doc. You get Dubois. You still had Taser. How is that for a for a center? One, two, three. Not bad. Yeah, but then you got nothing on the wings. Kane and Kubelik and Strom. Strom's their center. So you can move one of those guys to wing. Strom can play wing. I don't know. I, I would be on the horn right now if I was Stan Bowman. But who knows? He's I don't know. I don't want to chirp him. He's a he's, he's got a good <laughs> head of hair on him. All right, moving on. So we tried to. We tried to guess what Toronto's lines were going to be, right? Yep, we did. So I had Jumbo playing on the fourth line. I think you had him <laughs> on the third. Yeah. Third I line. had him with Bessie and um, Robertson, the young kid. He is starting off he uh, first line. Do, do you think this is just like a Keith saying, oh, you know, here you go. Like, just let's stir up some controversy. We're not going to really do this. We're going to put Hedman or Hyman back there, what, what, why is he on the first line? He can't I, keep up with them. Yeah, you, you see his statement, he's like, I feel like I'm 25 again. Yeah, and he's still older than all those guys if he's 25. Like, uh, I don't see this lasting. I love Jumbo. I was just texting with him earlier today, like literally before we jumped on this podcast, we were texting. He, he's too old to be with those guys. And it's not a slight... It's just a, a matter of fact. Age don't lie, baby. You know, Father Time, he doesn't discriminate. Joel Thornton is old for the NHL. He, he can't keep up. He's lost a step. It's just a matter of fact. If there's a race between Matthews and Marner and Jumbo, Jumbo's a zone behind him. 
If you want to put those thoroughbreds on the ice, you want someone who can keep up. You want someone who can beat them into the zone and go and dig out a puck. I don't see that being Joe Thornton. I see that being a very big problem with that line right now. You had Hyman who can go in and blow up a defenseman. He can go to the net. He can get them the puck. Jumbo's a guy who comes into the play a little bit later. He maybe comes down the wing. He has the puck. He's, he likes to play it slow. I don't see that being their game. So I don't know. We'll see how it goes. They're, they're so talented. You never know. Could it work out? I hope it does. That'd be great to see. But, man, that, that was a show. What do you think? I don't know. Am I, am I totally off base here? No, I don't think it's a permanent thing. I think Wani's probably just trying to excite, instill a little excitement at, at camp and in the boys, and I'm sure they all loved it. I'm sure Matthews and Marner for a few days have loved playing with him. But, yeah, in, in, a, in a long season, there's no way he sticks in the first line. And I think it's just, uh, it just it's, a, it's a fun thing that he's doing. And probably, obviously, as we said, since, since the day he signed there, they want him, his leadership and, and work ethic to rub off on their younger players. That's, that, that's been an issue for sure. So, um, I'm not reading too much into this, though. Do you think he's just trying to light a fire under Hyman? Maybe. Yeah, maybe. I mean, Hyman's a good player, though. I don't know if he's someone that needs a, a fire lit under him. Hmm. Yeah, I know. I, I, I was just – I don't know why. I doubt it. Hyman doesn't need a fire. You're right. But anyways, okay, moving on. So we also were guessing who's going to be the captain of the Minnesota Wild. Yeah. I, I think our, we nailed it. We We said Spurgeon, right? He was one of them, yeah. 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 I know, not a big story, but good for him. He's a good player. He puts up yeah, double Minnesota's digit goals be every year. this year, but I think that's good. I think it's a good safe pick. It's strange you didn't give it to Sutter or Parisi. I Suter, will say that. Yeah. Yeah. Suter. Yeah. What a stupid thing. Like Suter and Sutter. A T just drives, makes all the difference. Drives me nuts. It honestly drives me nuts. So Sutter. Suter. Suter. Is the guy in Minnesota and Brian Sutter Suter. coach Daryl Sutter of the Kings of the Kings. Anyways, not really huge news, but yeah, <laughs> Spurgeon got the captaincy. We landed on the moon. Yeah. So I don't know. Anyways, moving on. The draft was fun. You got anything else, Tim? Yeah, I want to talk. I want to hear your opinion on this thing. We haven't really talked about it. The NHL Ooh. sold the, the names of the divisions. And they, it's they're saying it's just for this year, but it doesn't really seem that way. What are your What are your thoughts on all this? I told you it was going to happen. I told you it's going to start with the helmets, and it's going to move on to bigger things. To, to sell the names, the the divisions, it, it's it's crazy. Like they, Gary could have had a good time with this and made really fun division names and like really embraced the whole idea of these really once in once in a lifetime opportunity with this pandemic, but he just sold a Scotiabank Bridgestone. Like it's just so it's just, he's so he's selling out baby. You know, it is what it is. I don't, I don't, it doesn't surprise me one bit. It doesn't surprise a, me at all. I'm not excited about it, but the general kind of sentiment on online is basically like hey if this is what it takes to have a season this year and avoid like a lockout or whatever to get the extra the cash that they need then fine whatever it's not a big deal so you think it's not going to happen next year i don't know i'm just i'm dealing with it right now though i know i just i just always think long term when it comes to this it's like okay i understand they need to get revenue for this year that's that's obvious everybody needs to make money what happens next year when everything opens up again? Do you just all of a sudden turn down that $1 million that, you know, Bridgestone is paying you for that, that right to name that division? 
do you think Bettman's going to say, you know what? No, we're going back to central. <laughs> There's no yeah. way. Yeah. And you, it's the same with the helmets. You think they, who's got Prudential? The Devils is going to say no to Prudential for the, the ads on their helmets at three years when Prudential's like, hey, we'll give you 500 grand. The Bruins already have TD helmet. on there. Yeah. I think like 17 to 20 teams already have ads on their helmets. And I bet you those companies are giving a million bucks, if not more. You think the teams are going to be like, no, no, we're not going to take that money for a little sticker on our helmets. We want, we want our little sticker for our logo. Like, you know, that money could pay for a player's salary for an owner. That's, that's, that's a big deal. Yeah. Yeah. And then where does it end? I, mean, I, I just think, I just think it's the tip of the iceberg. I honestly do. I honestly do. I think there's going to be ads on the pants. There's going to be ads like, I don't know. There's going to be ads everywhere, everywhere, everywhere you can see them. I hope it doesn't go to the European route, but I do think it's coming. If, if, if it's a flat cap next year and they're still having a hard time raising money, and then it's not going to end. I don't know. I don't know. If they're getting creative enough to sell off the names of the divisions, the, the sky's the limits for this kind of stuff. You're a marketing guy. You can probably think of a million things you can slap a name on to sell. You know? Yep. Yep. The, the, the halftime show, they're going to, you know, or play your interview between, you know, I don't know. They're to do that, hot dog And say it's a Oscar, Oscar Meyer Wiener intermission. And he gets <laughs> interviewed with the wiener in his face. The hot dog mic or something. I don't know. I think I think you got a future career in marketing as well, John. Spitballing ideas. I don't blame them, but again, it's a slippery slope. It's one of those things where it's like you give him an inch, he's going to take a mile if it's Gary Bettman. I think he's proven that throughout his career as being the commissioner. That guy is ruthless, and he does whatever it takes to make money for the owners. Yeah. Cutthroat, baby. You know he doesn't care about the players one iota, not one iota. He would go. He would do anything he can to give the owners another drop of our blood. Guy's a serpent. He's a snake. I'm going to get in trouble for that last one. <laughs> but anyways, anything else? No, I'm just, I'm pumped about fantasy. I got a message already that um, you have a trade offer. Already no, sent, already really? sent your way. Yeah. Who, open it up. What's, okay. what's your I offer? can't see it. I can't. No, no, I didn't send it. Someone told me that, that they offered you a deal. So you they offered me a trade already. Check your team. All right, hold on. So here's the funny thing about this draft. I was like so paranoid that I didn't have any goalies. So I went back to back goalies and then I forgot I had Connor Hellebeck on my bench and I drafted him like in the second round. <laughs> so I went back to back with Braden Holpe and Tristan Jerry. And I was like, sweet. I'm, I'm, I got my uh, team all. Okay. Where do I go for trades, Tim? Riley's squad has proposed a trade for you. Very exciting. He wants to trade Dubois. He wants to give me Dubois. <laughs> oh, for Mark Shifley. What do you take that trade? No. Dubois no. for Shifley. No, 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 no. Why do you trade so early in the game? It's very strange. <laughs> I was like, I was thinking for a second that we were live. I'm like, has he been listening and he knows that John likes Dubois? But <sighs> we're not, it's not live. I don't know. So Riley, let's talk about the owners of this fantasy league. So we did introductions. It's, it's like the most interesting group I've ever been in. I know. It's crazy. There's a priest. There's a guy who works for the CIA. Yep. There's is there a doctor or yep. a lawyer or something? Yep. There's a doctor. I think he's a uh, he's a ER doctor. It's it's insane how many like different jobs are an engineer. There's a Tim. There's whatever, whatever Tim does. A couple guys from Pittsburgh. There's a kid from Traverse City. Apparently, it's yep. a ragtag group. You know what we should try to do? We should try to get a group Zoom call 
or maybe like when the when the chance like meet somewhere and and hang out that'd be fun you would hate that Jeez, yeah i know why well, wouldn't go <laughs> but you could go and you could tell me about it try to get everybody to go to traverse city i don't know it's 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 gonna be fun though i'm, I'm gonna look over this trade here you Mar- can't do that is this just straight up straight up pierre luc dubois I'll keep you posted. I like wheeling and dealing. I don't like just drafting a team and not doing anything. I love trades. Me too. But I haven't even had a chance to, you know, break Shifley in. He's yeah. I just got him. He's like the yeah. new toy. I haven't even unwrapped him. That's going to shake out your dressing room and make a move like that already. I know. I'm going to tell everyone my team right now. Or she will post it. We'll, t- we'll post it up on Twitter. We'll see who has a better team. The fans can decide. <laughs> love that. My goalies run. Tim was debating whether to draft Laner and Flurry for his team. He already had Laner. He's like, should I draft Flurry? Just have both goalies from Vegas. I'm like, Tim, why are you saying it like that? Because it's a bad idea. It's a terrible idea. Even I knew it wasn't. I've never guaranteed start every night. They don't play every night. They play like three games a week. You're gonna only play three games a week. They play five, four or five. I have Hellebuck, Holpe, and Tristan Jari. Oh. Murderer's row of goalies. I tell me, tell you what, how many shutouts am I going to get? All right, everybody. It's time, Tim. This was fun. I feel like I've missed this all week. You've been doing your fancy pantsy little other ones, and I just get this one little episode on a Friday. Yeah, sorry for your vacation. Vacation stop. I've been chomping at the bit to get out the mic, baby. I love doing this. Love talking to you. Being in touch with the fans and people. Well, let's. Uh, we're going to get an interview next week. I think we'll get Ray Bork on the show. Yeah, let's do that. And um, we will see everybody. Hope everyone has a good weekend. Try not to burn the country down. My goodness. It's getting wild out there. It's, it's crazy. crazy. It's crazy. Uh, crazy. Who knows what's going to happen there? I hear Trump's going to – there's going to be a coup. A coup. Trump's, Trump's getting the uh, coup. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Trump's got a bunch of chickens. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. He's going to coup it up, baby. I don't know. Join the Marine he- Corps. all right enough laughing at mike i did draft jake gardner you sure did my word i'm a man of my word i did get gardner he's on my team he was negative 24 last year not this year and he put up 24 points he came out even all right he started at one percent of the leagues i wonder what percent that is (laughs) the first you're listening to him everybody jake gardner is my starting for with Tyson Berry, who I tripped relentlessly last year, Neil Pionk, and Shea Weber. And I got Ryan Graves on the bench. Oh. I love I love my defense. Carlson, John Carlson, Shea Theodore, Adam Fox, John Klingberg, and Matthias Ekholm. That's a good starting five. Oh, yeah. I, yum, yum. I think three of your top five are better than any of my five. I think. It's a good, it's a good group. I'm pumped about uh, Yeah, we'll see. You don't have Steven Stamkos. You don't have Jack Eichel. Marsha. You don't have – I don't have anybody else. My team's – I don't like my team. I hate it already. I have good goalies. That's about it. You got to trade them. Get a big package. I, I got I to gotta make some moves. I got to make some moves. All right. I'm going to go start offering trades, everybody. We'll talk to you next week. Have a good weekend, and uh, cheers. Hey, guys. Thanks for listening. Make sure you're following the show on Twitter at dropping underscore gloves for episode highlights, behind-the-scenes content, sneak peeks, and giveaways. Check out johnscottallstar.com slash shop for merchandise including t-shirts, hats, hoodies, and so much more. And please, please leave a review on Apple Podcasts. It's so important to helping us grow so we can keep delivering the hockey content and interviews with the players you love. 
Thanks, and see you next time. Thank you.